Let's talk about walking meditation, how to practice it, why we practice it, and the obstacles involved. One of the hallmarks of a mature meditation practice is having meditative awareness on demand throughout the day. And walking meditation is a great way to train yourself to have it. And you can start practicing this from day one. Do it for long enough and you'll eventually be able to meditate wherever and whenever. Welcome to the Deep Psychology Podcast. I'm Ross. We talk about profound personal development. You can find me on all the major podcasting platforms or head to deeppsychology.com, visited by thousands every month for tons of free resources. And follow the link in the description for the accompanying article for this episode. So, walking meditation. Basically, if you do meditation for some time as a daily habit, maybe 20 minutes, half an hour, 45 minutes a day, you'll naturally begin to bring it into everyday life. It'll start to inform how you live your life. And walking meditation is a powerful way to make that more systematic and make it more deliberate. And actually, in in my local classes that I teach every week, we do this from day one. With every meditation we practice, we do walking meditation. And I'll explain that in a little moment here. My students basically discover that it's possible to meditate whenever they, wherever they are and whenever they want. So practice it enough, practice walking meditation enough, and you can enter meditative awareness whenever you want. And this is really life-changing because I've written articles about the benefits of meditation, but meditation is life-changing and having it as something you can access whenever you want, whenever you need it, is just, well, it really takes things to the next level. So what is walking meditation? Now, although this is pretty self-explanatory, you might wonder how you can, how you actually do it. We'll get to the how-to, um, but know for now that walking meditation, the way I look at it, is just meditation that you do when you're walking. And actually, you don't need to be walking. You can just be moving. Uh, it's more moving meditation. I often call it moving meditation. So you can be walking around outside, you can be doing tasks at home, like washing the dishes or hanging up your clothes or chopping vegetables or whatever. You can be commuting. And really, in any real-life situation, you can practice your meditation. If you're moving, if you're doing something, you can also meditate. Now, just to clarify something here, Many meditators have learned walking meditation It's as a special technique. And what this involves is tend to be walking slowly in, a, in an environment with minimal distractions. And your, your goal is to sort of pay attention to the, the gait and the various phases of each step. Like your heel touches the ground, then you can feel your foot moving slowly downwards and you can feel the contact of the ground and then you can feel the weight shift and so on. It's like trying to go into microscopic detail into the walking. Um, And this is a powerful technique and it's totally usable. I'm not using walking meditation to describe that. So just if you've done it before, if you've heard of it, just I'm not using it to describe that. I'm just meaning meditation while you're walking. It doesn't need to be a certain technique. As long as it's meditation and you're doing it walking or in movement, we can call it walking meditation. So it's not a special technique. I'm not 
you, I'm not calling it a special technique. It's just think of it as a different mode of practice. In fact, in the accompanying article, I actually call it moving meditation for this reason, because it's more general and it's, it avoids the confusing of confusion of walking meditation, which is, can be a particular technique. And in my local classes, as I was saying, we practice in stillness. So we practice sitting down in a chair on the floor, lying down in a minimal, there's not a lot of distractions where we do the classes. And then after that, we go into movement and we tend to walk a bit slowly. So we don't walk at normal walking speed. And there are some, it's not, we're in a sort of special posture in a sense. We're not just walking in any old way, but really you can practice at any speed you want. In fact, I I think it's good to practice at normal walking speed as well. Um, especially if you're in a sort of an everyday situation where you, you walking slowly or differently would be a bit strange. It's good to just practice when you're walking normally as well, because that will integrate it quickly into your daily life. So as I said, you might be wondering, well, why, why do walking meditation, Ross? Isn't, isn't meditation about sitting down with your eyes closed in a quiet environment, isolated from the world? And well, that's a form of meditation. We're going to talk about that. Basically, we do moving meditation, walking meditation, because it supercharges our meditation practice. Let me explain. Think of meditation as a kind of mind-body training. It's not that meditation is just a period of time set aside every day so that you can feel a certain way, which most, most people, when you start out, that's what they think. Think of it as a form of training that endures, especially if, when you get into advanced territory, it endures, it actually permanently changes you. This is a scientific fact. Um, think of sitting meditation, sort of the classic um, form of meditation that most people have in their mind. Think of that as just a, a core part of a long-term me- meditation practice. It's like the pure form of training. It's it's the chance for you to work on the core skills in an artificial environment, just like you do with any other skill. You know, if you're practicing the piano, you don't just go out into a restaurant or a bar or the airport. Sometimes they have pianos at the airport. <laughs> you, you don't just go into one of these environments and start practicing or start playing. You need to sit at home when no one's there, when no one's listening to you, when nothing else is going on, just to get your fingers moving in the right, uh, going in the right places, getting the rhythm right, the, the melody and so on. You're practicing the pure skill. That's what sitting, med- sitting meditation is. And you may think, well, why not just do sitting meditation only? Well, think of it like this. If you can only tap into meditative awareness during your sitting practice, it's kind of like being able to ride a bike only on deserted roads. It's like the only time you can ride a bike is when you're out in the countryside, there's no cars, there's no people, there's nothing, it's just you in the road. Um, what is the point of riding a bi- only being able to ride a bike in that circumstance? And by the same token, what's the point of meditating for a certain number of minutes every day if you never experience the enduring benefit, the enduring transformation 
that meditation can give you. One of my students recently said to me, I've learned from these classes that meditation isn't a temporary thing. You take it with you. I really like what she said, you take it with you. And she's absolutely right. We take it with us. Moving meditation or walking meditation is what it, it, it makes that process more quick. Um, so you're not just, it's not just accidentally becoming part of who you are. It's more like you're training yourself to be in meditative awareness whenever you want it. And what will happen over time, and this is why we really do it, is that it gives you meditative awareness on demand. It's not just, it's not something that spontaneously happens to you or doesn't happen to you, or you need to be in a certain place at a certain time. You need to be have the perfect meditation conditions. That's good for sitting meditation, but long term you will have it on demand you will need to be in a special place to have meditative awareness so in that sense what walking meditation does is it bridges the gap between this pure form of meditation and the rest of your life such that you can basically tap into your new traits that you develop through meditation like emotional mastery and enduring an enduring sense of peace gaining deeper satisfaction from life having more poise, I like to use the word poise, etc., etc. All the benefits of meditation, you can have them whenever and wherever you are. You don't need to be sitting on a cushion somewhere to experience them. You just need to drop in to meditative awareness using the techniques you already know. And really, with enough practice, you become a monk in the world. Not meaning you're literally a monk, you have a bald head and you wear <laughs> robes. I don't mean that. It's just that meditation is no longer just an activity. It's no longer just ah, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes during your day. It's actually, it's like your whole day is infused, marinated, enveloped by meditation. And your training has permanently altered how you perceive things, how you process life, how you see yourself. And well, it's, as I said, I've written articles about the benefits, but I can't go into that right now. But just the whole thing becomes really, mm, yeah, you become permanently changed by it. And what, I've seen, what I'm seeing in my own practice now is that the, the journey becomes clear, the meditative journey becomes clear. At the start, um, or, you know, just until you get to this point, things just, it's not clear. It's like, why am I doing this? Is this even having any benefit? Um you know, am I getting somewhere? And that falls away and the journey becomes clear. What that is exactly is hard to describe, but you're very thankful that you've done the work. I like to think of it as you you come home to who you've always been, but you haven't realized that you've been that. And you also realize at the same time that you're much more than what you always thought you were. And Without getting poetic, it's kind of hard to describe it. It might sound weird, but I tell you, it's very life-changing. So that's why we practice it. So let's talk about how to actually practice walking meditation now. Three basic steps on any given day when you want to practice it. Three basic steps, keep them in mind, do it a few times, you'll eventually just interiorize it. You will need to be thinking about these three steps. You'll just know. First of all is to choose your technique. 
And basically, as I said, walking meditation isn't a specific technique, at least not in the way I teach. I basically encourage people to try any meditation technique that they know, do it in movement, do it during an activity, do it outside, do it walking around the house, whatever. It's not a special method, it's just a regular technique that you know you do it while you're moving. And I would suggest that you start with techniques you already know and those that you're particularly proficient in or you've done a lot of and you've, you've sort of interiorized it already. If you haven't done meditation before, well, you can go to my website. There's plenty of articles there about meditation and lots of different techniques to try. Um, you can also check out my series of guided meditations, which you can even use while you're moving. Um, um, yeah, and there's plenty there to, to work with. Um, in my own case, what I've found works for me is I, listen, I know a lot of meditation techniques and if I if I try to use them, each one in all circumstances in my life, I would probably go crazy um, because it would just be like a never-ending project. And what my approach has been then is to find one or two that work well in a specific situation, circumstance, life, challenge, and activity, and just work at those over and over again. For example... When I'm cooking and I want to do meditation at the same time, yes, that's possible. <laughs> I know that focusing on sight, I've actually got to look for that on my website, search for it on my website. I've got a guided meditation on uh, sight. I know that that works well because you're, it's a very visual activity, cooking. You know, you're chopping, you have to, you're measuring things, you're frying, you're using your visual field a lot. In fact, you know, you can't cook <laughs> blind. You have to be able to see. It's essential. And also just the movement and the colors and the, the different sort of textures that you're working with, visual textures, it really lends well to, to working with sight. When I'm out in nature, I work with sight and sound a lot because it helps me immerse myself in the environment and get more out of the experience. If I'm having a difficult day, I work with emotions because usually it's, you know, their sadness or anger or frustration or whatever, I know that working with my emotions is productive. So you see that in each situation, I'm cooking, I'm out in nature, I'm having a difficult day. When I'm doing my moving meditation, um, it's I'm picking something specific according to that activity. Now, listen, if you're not doing an activity, if you're literally just walking around your living room, listen, you can use any technique you want, but if you're doing it during an activity or you're doing it to sort of deal with something in particular, I would, you know, try and find a technique that is specific to that and use that during the activity or during the difficult situation. That's how I, how it works for me. I tailor my moving meditation to the moment. And really the nuances are endless here. Like, um, you know, if, I'm not going to give you a complete list. It would be pretty boring and it's kind of, it's not really that important. Just start ex experimenting and you'll find that really the, 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 the little changes you can make according to the, the environment, the situation, how you're feeling, what's going on for you right now in your life. It, there's so much room for customization here. So you just need to 
<laughs> get going with it, practice it, and start customizing. You'll realize, oh, in this specific, very specific circumstance, this meditation is what's best for me. And this other one, I'll use this meditation and so on. And it doesn't need to be a rigid thing. Just, you know, play around with it, experiment and see what see what works for you. Step two is to start stationary. Now I'm guilty of not always doing this because I just get lazy, to be honest. Um, shouldn't be saying that as a teacher, but there we go, there's an admission. Um, so though this is movement meditation, I actually start, I encourage you to start stationary. Just establish your attention a little bit. If that's possible, it might not be possible. So you can either stand up tall with your eyes open, gently gazing towards the floor without staring at the floor, just having your eyes open but not staring. It's sort of simplified form of seeing and it, it helps you establish a bit of attention as you start your meditation technique. Whatever the technique is, you don't have to be working with sight necessarily. Or sit down in a chair with your eyes open preferably because you're going to need your eyes open when you're moving around. And just run the technique for a few minutes before you start moving. And you'll notice that it helps you get into the moving meditation. You can also do it after a period of sitting meditation, like a 20, 30, 45 minute period. Um, and that's great because you're already, you know, you've, you're, you've already been doing the technique. And so it should be, I usually find it's easier afterwards, after a period of sitting meditation, you get deeper. The third one, the third step is then you go into movement. So once you're being still for a while, stationary, start moving. So this might mean you're walking around your living room, your bedroom, or you're doing a daily activity, you're cleaning, you're cooking like me, or you're walking around outside. Whatever it is, just make sure you're moving and you're trying to practice the meditation as you do. I encourage you to look ahead directly with a gentle gaze. So don't stare. Try not to look around too much um, unless you're doing a sight meditation, you're working with the sight or the sights of objects around you. If you look around too much, it tends to stir the mind and you get distracted from the meditation. Um, walk nice and tall with the face and the body and the arms and the hands nice and loose. Look for symmetry in the body. Feel your weight supported by the ground and walk a bit slower than usual that tends to work um better i'd also say have a clear end point for your meditation so whether you say right i'm going to do 10 minutes and at this time i'm stopping or i'm going to walk i'm going to do meditation until i reach you know maybe you're walking along a street and you see like a distant a point in the distance a reference point you can say i'm going to do my meditation till i reach there just have a beginning and an end. It just, it's like when you're, when you're out running or you're doing exercise, when you have an end point, you really give it your all until you reach the end. Whereas if you just say, oh, I'm going to go out for a run. Well, you can stop at any time or you can, <laughs> you can keep going. You know, there's no real, there's no structure to it. And it just means it, I don't know, it just, it's not the same. So have a clear end point as well as, everything else I'm saying there. Great, so now you know how to do the moving meditation or the walking meditation, let's look at some obstacles to doing this. Basically, one of the main obstacles I've found is just, you don't believe it, you don't believe it's possible. Like when you first, like when I first teach people this 
many of my students are just like, what is this? I've never, this, I've never seen anything like this before. I've had, people have said to me, I can't imagine having that level of stillness in daily life, which there's a few assumptions behind that, but I also understand what they, they were saying. Another one said, you meditate as you walk around the city center. Are you crazy? And listen, these are under, these protests or misunderstandings are, they're understandable. This is not easy. This is challenging. Walking meditation is maybe one of the most challenging things you've done in your life. And this is why almost no one does it. But as I've said before, I've done an episode on this is reward is proportional to challenge. The more challenging something is, the greater the reward that comes from it. And one of my students has also noticed that it, doing walking meditation, she does it while she's walking to work. She noticed that it goes against all her usual habits, all her mental habits of just, instead of walking or and either being with the body or being with the breath or being with the sight around you or just, um, I don't know, tracking thoughts. She's just, she's lost up here. She's churning over the past and the future and the day ahead and, you know, what's going on at home and all this. Listen, we're all, we've all, we all do that. And that is the human habit. That's why it's difficult because we're working against all our habits here, but that's also why it's powerful. So you just have to trust me. This is powerful. You need to just, you need to, stick it out at the start and uh, go through that initial learning phase. Like all new activities, whether you're, whatever you're doing, you're learning a new instrument, you're learning a language, you're starting a new job, you're learning to, I don't know, drive a motorbike, whatever. It feels weird to begin with. Moving meditation, walking meditation, it feels weird to begin with simply because it's, it goes against all our usual habits. But over time, you're going to get used to it and you're going to actually love it. You're going to like every, not in a neurotic way, but just you're going to see it. Oh, I'm doing this and this is an opportunity for me to, to practice my meditation while I'm doing this. And you'll get more out of everything you do when you're doing this. You have to just be persistent. Like when you're starting out, you do five or 10 minutes, for example, you're, you'll you'll find that your med your, your attention's all over the place. Um, it'll wander all over the place, and you're you're gonna have maybe a few moments of clarity and attention. Um, you're gonna have a few moments where it feels like you're actually meditating, and that's fine. Listen, a few moments that is that's progress. That you're doing well. You're putting the effort in. You're you're going through that initial phase. And even when you've been doing it for a while, you're still going to have days where it's just not happening. And you're just going to have those few little glimpses of that meditative awareness and that'll be it. But it's that's not the point. The point is just the effort and the continuity. And over time, even if a given practice session, a given walking meditation isn't doesn't seem like a good meditation, it's not about that. It's about the accumulated effort and the accumulated change rather than a given what happens on a given day. See this as training. It is training. See it like training. Do it for five or 10 minutes every day to accompany your sitting meditation. And over time, I promise you will see progress. 
And you have to always keep in mind the reward here. The reward is all the benefits you get from meditation, but whenever you want. You don't need to be at home. You don't need to have the perfect environment. The reward is meditative awareness on demand. Keep that in mind. Whenever it's challenging, whenever you don't want to do it, keep in mind what the reward is. So now it's over to you. If you're already a meditator, I encourage you to incorporate this form of practice into your daily life and you'll likely experience a big shift. If you're just starting out, I would encourage you to start from day one. You can check out all my meditation resources at deep-psychology.com. If you like this episode, do subscribe to my podcast for more. I have new episodes every week and make sure to check out the accompanying article for more tips on this. Thanks for watching and I'll see you soon.